This is Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe. Now, here's Patrick McEnroe. All right, another edition of Holding Court. And uh, my guest today is uh, one of the great actors in Hollywood for many years, but of course, as is the theme here on Holding Court, more importantly, at least to me, is his stellar tennis game. And trust me when I tell you, it is stellar. The one and only Timothy Oliphant is joining me from his pad in California. How are you, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. God bless you for saying such kind words. It's a, a pleasure to be speaking with you. Well, listen. Um, by, the, by the way, if I may, forgive me, but my dog is here in the room and hanging out in the den with me. If at any point you hear me yell, sit or no, just know that that's not <laughs> That's not you, Patrick. I would never yell at you like that. Listen, you can do anything you want. Okay, this is this is your podcast. It's you and me, and uh, we're all, we're all dealing. Me and the dog. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, my dog is usually with me here too, but he's upstairs at the moment. But I tried to take him uh, for a walk, but it's it's pouring rain here in New York, so he doesn't. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. He doesn't go for we, the we, walk. Is your dog like mine? He just looks at me, and uh, and he has this look in his eyes like. Tim, I could use some alone time. Could you, could you please? <laughs> I, I saw some pictures of your your dogs. I think it was on the Ellen show, which you've been on a couple of times. So are they still the same ones? Oh, as yeah. two? They're monsters, right? They're monsters. Yeah. One, actually, one of the old guys passed, but then we what we what's happened in the last few years, Patrick, and you have this to look forward to, is when the kids move out. Mm-hmm. Although oddly enough, God bless, they're seemingly back uh, <laughs> back. Right. Um. um is uh, we've replaced each kid with a dog. So we have a new monster dog, still a bit mm-hmm. of a pup, and uh, he demands a lot of uh, a lot of walking. Because oh. as everyone knows, a tired dog, as I reach for him, is a well-behaved dog. <laughs> right, especially and in the middle really of the night. a really tired dog right. is a really well-behaved dog. Right. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, so my, my, my little dog, is he's a, he's a Yorkie, so he's small. He's only 10 pounds. Um, but mm, uh, if, he, if he doesn't get enough exercise etc you know the night about two in the morning he starts putting his toy next to my nose right you know to it's wake him up game. yeah so i we, and we, <laughs> both of us have three children as you said yours are a bit older all the way through college mine are still uh, 14 my oldest just turned i have twins that are 11 all girls um yours uh good luck yeah listen uh, i'm getting i'm getting ready for that I'll, I'll be talking to you for some some advice on that but let's let's get into your let's get in a little bit uh, before we talk about your career which is amazing into your tennis game because uh you you and i have met over the years your your older brother andy was an outstanding junior tennis player in southern cal in, in the country but you guys are from southern cal and you yep. um uh, well north grew up in northern, northern cal, cal. He was a right, north right. cal guy yep. and then we, we modesto up modesto right that, yeah, there yeah. you go. We we grew up in Modesto. He was a he, was a, he played tennis. I swam. We we grew up next door to uh, the Modesto Swim and Racket Club. And we basically drew an imaginary line across the club, and he got he was on one side, I was on the other side, and that's how we all got along. But obviously, and, you uh, played a lot of tennis when you were a kid because your game is we, is pretty smooth. Uh, I appreciate you saying so. It means the world. Um, I. Um, I played, so my brothers, I have a younger brother as well, who he ended up playing water polo in college. And I swam in college and I had to play tennis, as you know, in college. So um, he, we all played, we all did both at a young age. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of, and then so I did play a fair share when I was quite young, 
I even remember vaguely remember playing, you know, a couple of those little tournaments at mm-hmm. the club, you know, that kind of thing. And then, uh, and then I took up swimming and went, went all in, as they say. And then, and my older brother, Andy, uh, played tennis and you guys played each other at some point and you guys are the same age. You guys yeah, same at age. Some point. Yep. Yeah. And, and it must've been college or juniors. I don't know. I think it was us. It might've been nationals. I don't know what I can't remember, but I do remember. Well, um, he was, he was well, one of the, he was one of those relatively cool California guys. You know, we from the East, from New York and you know, we, mm-hmm. the Eastern tennis, we thought ourselves that were super cool. Um, but Andy, mm-hmm. you know, he was, he was a very solid, but very good in doubles. Uh, good hands, yeah, good feel, oh. pretty pretty good serve, uh, movement. You know, not ex- outstanding. Uh, you know, he could have used a little help in that department. He, actually, he could have used he could have used wow. your speed. You know, you because I no, I've been, he and I play together all the time now. He's quick. Well, I, I'm, I'm so shocked to hear you say this. Maybe this was back in the day. Maybe he, you know, he's gotten quicker as he's gotten older. That's something because that certainly is in my case. He's quick. My my brother's quick. It kills me. And he's the older of the two of us, and uh, we play regularly. God bless. I, I mean, it's one of the nice things that we've got. Um, you know, one of the nice things about the sport is uh, I remember my mom saying this to me when I was a kid when I started swimming. She's like, well, don't stop tennis. She's like, what are you going to do when you're older? You're not going to meet a girl and go out swimming together. Mm-hmm. She's like, you go play tennis together. And I was like, I just remember it sounding so stupid. Um, <laughs> I love my mother. But, uh, but of course... And by, by the way, she's wrong and she's right because my wife and I, uh, my wife loves to go swimming and we, uh, we often go over the pool together and it's just one of my favorite things to do. But, uh, my older brother and I now play tennis regularly and love it. My kids all play at a young age. My oldest stayed with it and she and I and my brother, it's really one of the lovely things, you know, to be able to go out and play together. And my youngest daughters, even though she didn't, take it up seriously it's super mm-hmm. good it's a, she can just go out and you know, she's one of those kids who can go out and just pick it up immediately and it hasn't she's got great hand eyes so she, you know she goes she and i go out and we, we hit the ball or she'll come out and join uh, uh my oldest and we all go out together it's uh yeah, yeah. it's a lovely thing keeps you healthy is that is that something that she's gotten into competitively any of your kids into competitive tennis I mean, my oldest, yeah. my oldest daughter, we yeah, played college ball, played college tennis, yeah. Because she's, she she's that, that's the yeah. one you sent me the videos of of some doubles because she's got some yeah, serious game. Yeah, you asked about the kid. Yeah, yeah. No, she's a baller. She's a baller. And then, uh, I, you asked me, you got like, any video of your daughter? And the first thing I found was actually she and Andy uh, mm-hmm. playing playing mixed dubs together, which is just warms my heart to see them out there. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. See my brother playing with my kids. Pretty that cool. Is, that's that's very cool. That is one of the great things about tennis. And uh, actually, my my oldest daughter, who's who just turned fourteen, who's into tennis, she actually Dude, had, that's a, she's hitting a big ball. Yeah, but she she's I had thought, a she's had a couple of injuries. I know I sent you a couple of videos of her too. But the, yeah. here's the interesting thing: proud that, papas. Yeah, very proud is that I got her. Um, she had a, a back injury for a while, so that kept her out. Then she got an injury to her ankle. Which was, and they were all both like stress fracture type injuries. So she really had to, you know, not do any running or any tennis for a while. So I, when when we got the report back on the ankle, she had sort of been trying to come back. This was this this past winter actually. I said to her, I said, "You want the good news or the bad news?" And she said, um, "Well, give me the bad news." I said, "The bad news is your ankle's not good. You you can't play tennis for a while." And she said, "All right, what's the good news?" I said, "You're going to learn swimming." 
So I, oh, I signed her up for swimming class because I was like, I got to find something for this girl to do, you know, because she couldn't, she couldn't run. She was doing a little biking and all that stuff. But she, she's very athletic. And so she's like, Dad, I don't like swimming. I said, well, you're going to uh. now. <laughs> but anyway, it turned, it turned out that she really did like it. I took her to, and she did a few months of, of classes. And there's, there's something about the singular nature, isn't there, of, of tennis? Obviously, since you like both and, and, and of swimming, which uh, people may not know this about you, they've followed your amazing acting career, is that, I mean, you were a, a legit, like, national swimmer. Did you get a scholarship to go to SC? Because I know you went to SC and swam there. I, Patrick, because uh, there's no shortage of genius here. I, <laughs> I, um, I was, here's where I was. I was a solid athlete uh, coming out of high school, out of Modesto. I was offered full rides at like places like UC Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And um, SC had no money. And, uh, and I said, well, that's where I'm going. <laughs> so I went, <laughs> I was, and your I parents were thrilled crazy. about that, right? Thrilled. They were like, what a decision, Tim. Genius. Uh, I was very, you know, I was obviously very fortunate to uh, be in a position to, uh, to afford to go to, afford to, to go to college with, and, and pay for it. And um, I was desperate to, I, I guess I, at that time in my life, I was, a, you know, I felt like a, in Modesto, I was a big fish in a small pond. And I really wanted to uh, go to a big program that was going to compete for a national title and see how I could do, as opposed to go to a right, program right. where I thought I would be. A, and uh, so recruited, but no scholarship. But, mm-hmm. yeah, but swam, yeah, U.S. Nationals and, you know, uh, swam at SC. And, um, uh, you know, in some ways, just the most stupid decision. I could have graduated college and <laughs> had, a, had, a, had a, a lot of savings that I could have uh, used. But on the other hand, uh, a wonderful experience, just uh, great friends, uh, here, 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 you know, here. teammates of mine. Met my wife in college, and uh, it was good. You know, I came out. I was a star, and I became a starving actor right away. So I, I got to, I got to the cliche right away. And and you and your wife have been married what almost thirty years now, right? And you coming up on thirty? Well, yeah, we're com- yeah. we're coming up. Uh, this one's twenty nine. Yeah, we just summer. got over twenty. Me and my wife. So that's a that's a good effort. And uh, nice we work. Yeah, we met back That's in. Right. You're, yeah. you're married to an actor. You're I am. To an actor, yeah. Aren't you? Yeah, she's done a lot yeah. of she's done a lot of Broadway stuff, and she's a singer, so she does a lot of her own yeah, singing wonderful. stuff now. But I know that you started. Talk to me a little bit about because I, I find always find that intriguing the path that that uh, successful actors take because people see you on all the great shows you've been on Deadwood and Justified and you know the the various th- things you've done the films over the years don't realize that when you started out, you, you made that move to New York. You actually worked in the theater a little bit, took some couple years of acting classes. What was that like coming from the West coast back to New York for a few years when you were young? You know, I, I uh, started late. I didn't study it in college, never did it growing up. Uh, it was kind of a hunch, something I'd always thought about, never really admitted or talked about, but you know, once I got to USC and I was in the fine arts department, how do I kind of, um, I, don't know, I was around it, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, it, was, it was, and, uh, and the things when I sat down and wrote the list of things I wanted to do, none of them made any sense. It was like, Oh, I might, you know, be an artist, get my master's. I might be an actor. I might want to be in a band. And, mm-hmm. uh, I had no acting experience and no, and nor did I have any musical ability. So, uh, all of my, uh, choices were pretty dumb. Um, and I was lucky enough that, you know, I didn't know any better. Um, 
and uh, my wife, God bless her, was like, Jim, just pick something and go for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, moved to New York in my kind of early 20s, and it's when uh, I started studying acting. Yeah, started in New York, and I, I think I think looking back, you know, I mean, part of it, you know, you're just you're lucky, and part of it is pers- a big thing is persistence. Mm-hmm. And I think I had the advantage of um, I enjoyed it. I, I really mm-hmm. I I enjoyed being. I joke about it, but and memory's not a reliable narrator here. But I recall enjoying being broke. Mm-hmm. and bartending and taking acting classes. Mm. I thought this is so fucking cool. Right. Because look at look at me, I'm doing it. I'm in New York. I'm right. I'm a cliche. Isn't this a blast? <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, a kid from Modesto growing up around almond orchards and canals and mm-hmm. here I am. And I think that served me really well because the 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 trip was a lot of fun. Um and you're still on uh, it. I mean, you're you're in your early 50s and it, it seems like your career, yeah, it just keeps on getting more interesting as far as, you know, looking at your career. You played the villain a lot. You, you're, you're very funny, very witty. On all, I love you on all the, uh, your, guest, your guest appearances on the talk shows, by the way, because I did my homework. I know, you, I know you and Conan are tight, and uh, you're, 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 you're great there, but some of the other ones are kind of interesting that I've seen. Uh, but you managed to make it work. Uh, you had a very interesting one with Chelsea Handler, where she was kind of—I yeah, guess that's her—that's her, her. You love her because she looked like she was, she was, she was at your throat during that interview. That's—that's that's her thing. That's her thing. Okay. I guess that's why we love her. You go in there, you <laughs> spar. You know, you let the sparks fly. That's what she enjoys doing. And I tell you something. Here's the deal. I, I shortly after that interview, mm-hmm. um, a friend of ours, her, her, her was over. Her daughter was here, and she comes over the house, and she says. Uh, uh, Ellen and Chelsea were talking about you. Mm. And I'm like, who, who? And she's like, Ellen DeGeneres and Chelsea Handler, they were talking about you. <laughs> I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Right. It turns out she, what she was saying is that she was watching the Ellen DeGeneres show in which Chelsea Handler was a guest. And Chelsea said kind things about me as when she was, they were talking about who's a good, good interview. And this was after and that so interview. That was oh, after, after the interview that okay. you, you're, you're referencing. Mm. So here's the little uh, secret. If you don't know, I, I try to pretend I'm not, but in the end of the day, I'm, I'm really just an insecure actor. So if someone compliments me, I'm forever in love with the person. I just think that person's fantastic. <laughs> That's all it takes. Right. That's right. all it takes. So, right. Yep. So I remember being at a talk show once and uh, I, I'm in the, my desk, uh, the guest room waiting to go on mm-hmm. and they come back and they say, Oh, by the way, the other guest on the show is, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. And I, and I think, yeah, screw Shaquille O'Neal. I grew up in Northern California. I don't like Shaquille O'Neal. I don't don't like those Lakers. I I grew up rooting for the Golden State Warriors. Right. Screw that guy. I I don't, I don't don't give a shit about Shaquille O'Neal. I walk out in the hallway. (laughs) I see Shaquille, I see Shaquille O'Neal. He says, Hey man, big, big fan. I said, I'm a big fan of yours. (laughs) Literally, it's not even a split second went by and the lies just flowing out. I come back, I see my wife, I say, hey, I met, I met Shaquille O'Neal. And she goes, I thought you hate Shaquille O'Neal. I say, hey, he's not such a bad guy. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's that? What's uh, that, Judge? That is great. He's, that a, is... He's, a big, he's a big fan of mine. Uh, how bad could he be? <laughs> that's Unbelievable. all it takes, buddy. Unbelievable. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. Let me ask you this. I'll give you some more. I'll give you a couple more compliments. Actually, this one comes from 
the the one and See, only. This is why I love you. Yeah, this is, this what, is why I love you. Yeah, this isn't just for me. This is from the one and only Chris Everett. Okay, because you know you played in her event. Uh, you and I have played right. together there for many years at her great charity event, which uh, raises money for for kids that need it and families that need it down in South Florida. That so woman she said, is a gem. So here's she, she is here, one of the good ones. You want to hear the breakdown of your game from her? Oh. Now, here she now, says, now here's, here, here's, here's the text. I said, well, break down his game for me. She says, Timothy, very strong, loose, relaxed, good hands, power game. Wow. Wow. I mean, how about God, that? I already liked her. I already liked her. And, and I watched, I watch, you sent me a couple of videos, and I like the isolation. I know you like to do your I, research. I do. I like <laughs> I like the isolation, you know, how you set the phone up right in the corner so you could see. That's like we do in our tennis academy, the McEnroe Tennis Academy for the kids. Little did I know Timothy Oliphant would do it, you know, while he's out hitting under the lights in Southern Cal. The perfect. I take this, I take this very seriously. You know, I take this very seriously, the tennis game. But let me tell you this, very good balance, okay? You, most of the mm, shots, I saw you. You, your forehand's kind of loose. Um, I, I think he's probably got good power. You probably make a few more mistakes on it than you'd like um, because mm -hmm. it's kind of whippy. But I'll give you one little tip. Backhand solid. I like the contact sure. point. I would say you've got a little bit of that, that what's fairly typical SoCal or Cal. I should just California since you said Modesto. Yeah, that's middle Cal. Interesting. Um, that you tend to hit the backhand, I'd say, a little bit too flat. Yes. So you don't get a lot, you, you don't get under the ball quite enough. So I would recommend dropping that head of the racket a little bit more on the take back. So get a little more of a semi loop on that back end. So work on that mm -hmm. for about six months and then you send me the results. Okay. Cause that's all it's going to take. I'm going to, thank you. I'm going to send both, both of those, by the way, uh, not that you want to critique on your critique, but I, but it was solid. I just want to tell you, that was a solid critique. <laughs> and that's exactly where my where that's exactly I'm working on both of those things. Keep keep In fact, your yeah we got our it. buddy uh, fishy as I like to say uh, Marty I, I ran into him mm -hmm. uh, over over the other day and I'm hitting with my daughter and he I say come on fish world class two in a backhand yes, over there big time yeah one of the best <laughs> give me some give me some notes buddy give me some notes <laughs> you know how he put it wow. he says more left hand more left hand. And yeah. make, make it go up and down. Make it go up and down. Well, that's the same <laughs> thing. That, that's exactly what exactly. I'm, I'm trying to do it to talk to you like so you can get it, though. He's talking like you're yeah. like a professional. You know, more yeah, left hand. Hey. Yeah. But, I mean, you, yeah. Get maybe a, that's what he saw. Patrick. A good, maybe a good, that's what he yeah, saw. Yeah. Maybe that's true. The good thing you could do is practice the uh, left-handed swing. So if you if you hit like mm -hmm. I do yep. this a lot with the young left kids. Left-handed forehand. Yeah, left-handed forehand. And then, and then I, have, I feed the ball to the kid, uh, and they have, have it a two-handed back, and then the next ball they have to hit a left-handed forehand. And then you keep doing oh, that. Smart. So you could try that well, as well. Because let me I, ask you a question. Sure. Can I ask you a question? Of course. Do you still work on your, do you still work on your game? I do. And in fact, um, I know your brother, Andy, uh, saw – I did a – we've done a, done a bunch of videos yeah. just for fun, but also for our kids at our academy over the last six, seven weeks since we've been in lockdown – um, I did one against the ping pong table with my he forehand. Told me about it. Yeah, and um, yeah, many people have said to me, like your brother that knew me as a, as a, as a player and as a junior, because I was known for having a pretty shitty forehand. Uh, great backhand I had. Uh, you know, I mean, compared to. By the way, right. you do know that we went up once went out. We were playing 
some pro, it was Chris Everett's pro-am mm-hmm. thing. And I, I was out there. I had uh, Bellis as my partner. CC, yeah. And we were, we're I'm serving uh, uh, at uh, Add Out, serving to you. Right. And I say to Cece, what do you want to do here? And she goes, go out wide to his backhand and I'll mm. poach. Mm. And I went out wide to your backhand. My, I told my brother this story. And right. at this point already, he goes, no, no, no. <laughs> right, before he before even heard the result. Right. Don't go there. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, God, I did not, unlike you, mm-hmm. I did not do my research. And CeCe Bellis, and, uh, obviously, who should have at least had some idea. Of, certainly, I'm too way, old. Just right. so you know how well she knows your game, CeCe yeah. Bellis, the young kid, they, yeah. they, she didn't do her research either. Yeah, and so, she's, got a, she's got a heck uh, of a vacuum, a, too. That was a sweet cross-court winner uh, you, you, uh, you hit off. Well, you'll, you'll, I you'll, thought you'll, it was a solid serve. Yeah, I'm sure it was. You'll like this story. Yeah. I'll tell it to you quickly because it involves yeah. my brother. Of course, my older brother, who was a little bit better mm-hmm. than me, um, right. in tennis. We have this in common, don't yeah, we? exactly. So he and oh, I, I got questions. Yeah, but let me just tell you this one story because <laughs> you'll get a kick out of it. It's very similar to the one you just said. But we were playing doubles against each other, against each mm-hmm. other in the finals of a tournament in Basel, Switzerland, the hometown of Roger Federer. And um, mm-hmm. John had lost in the in the final. He he'd whooped me in singles, by the way, in the during the tournament, early in the tournament. And then he was playing a guy named Jakob Hlasek, who was a very solid, you know, strong player from Switzerland, serving volley guy. And Hlasek uh, beat John in the final. It was best of five sets. I believe it was either four or five setter. So then literally like an hour later, we had to go out and play doubles. And it was me and Jacob Hlasek against John and Peter Corda, who was a very talented lefty player. Sure. We're now, by the way, speaking of, also as a kid out there. Yeah. Yep. Also, we all has got kid, kids and, out there playing ball, and 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 has kid playing um, golf too. He has his daughters played um, played golf, and yeah. his son plays tennis. Very good. Anyway, so yeah. it's match yeah, point. Yeah. It's match point in the third set tiebreak, and Corda mm-hmm. is serving to me. I'm in the ad court, just like you and CC Bellis. It's five. <laughs> it's five six. It's match point for us. Mm-hmm. So Corda had this lefty serve, but he didn't have a great lefty serve. Okay, and he couldn't hit it down the tee. So my brother goes over to talk to him, which he rarely did in those days. You know, now the the doubles players, they talk nonstop in between every point. Back in the old days, John was just like, just hit the serve. I'll cover it. Don't worry about it. But he went back and said something to Corda. So knowing he's my brother and knowing that any time I've ever played John, if it's an important point, he will never serve to my back end. He'll give me a backhand if he's up 40 love just to, you know, give me a shot at it. But if it's a big point... I know he's going forehand or into my body for him. So when he goes back and talks to Cord, I'm like, okay, he's definitely just told him, whatever you do, don't serve the pat back in. So Corda goes, throws the toss up. As he goes to throw the toss up, I take a couple of, a step or two over to my right to cover the middle, right? Knowing that he's, yeah, I'm with it. yeah. Knowing that he's you got it all with you. Yeah. So the ball comes in, and sure enough, I just take a slight move to my own right, and the ball's right in the slot on my back end because he was trying to go like body forehand, and I just hit a clean winner return right down the middle. John just drops his head. He's so pissed. Okay, because not only did he lose the singles final, and he loses to me in doubles which mm-hmm. he didn't like at all. So we were out that night, you know, having a couple beers. Mm-hmm. And he says to me, 
I fucking told Corda, whatever you do, don't let him hit a back end. And then he didn't talk to me for the next six months. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you beat me? No, maybe it was three months. Uh, But he did did whip my butt in singles many times. And still to this day, we get out there. So you and your brother, that's the, you know, as you said earlier, one of the beautiful things about tennis is that we can can still imagine that we're playing at that level and have fun with it in our 50s, 60s, and so on. I'll say this too, which is, which is I love, which is, you know, I dragged him back out years ago, I, I, years ago. I'm like, dude, I'm, I've moved uh, I'm back out here in Southern Cal. I'm, I'm, there's a tennis court, this building, you know, come hit with me. Right. And I, I remember the reply being, why would I want to do that? Uh, was, was the initial, <laughs> the initial response. This is before like, probably 20 years ago or so. And, uh, but eventually we would hit and eventually, and then it, you know, we went through like everything, our ups and downs, it becomes competitive. We become, you know, the whole thing is ridiculous and history. And, and now I, I feel like it's just really something we both, I know I look forward to. It's really fun to get out there and used to hang out and very competitive. It's super fun. And, uh, and he kicks my ass off, uh, nine, 99% of the time, but, uh, you know, I get my leg in and it's fun. Um, he, like you, which I love, he's gone from why would I want to do that to we go, we take lessons together, we work wow. on our game. He, That's he hits awesome. out on his, his one-handed back, and he was a chip and charge guy. Yeah, so he used, to, he used to just come in on a wing and a prayer all the time, yeah. Now he comes over, and I'm like, dude, it's like Stan's on think on the other side. He's like, I never did this in college. I don't know why I didn't do this in college. That, that, was, that, like, was, that, that was kind of the point, of, uh, and I forgot to get to it, of, of, right? of my forehand. Yeah. I actually yeah, feel I like I hit – I, thank you for, yeah. for listening and paying attention. I actually <laughs> feel like I, I hit it better now than I did back exactly. then. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. And, it's kind of – that's why I'm curious because I think there's something – one of the things I love about the sport – there's many things I love about the sport, but uh, there's many things I love about the, and, and anything, which is I, I, I love being a student. It, it's always fun to be a student, um, to have the opportunity to be a student. And it's fun to it, it, somehow uh, this sport provides that, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, you, I love to hear that you're still working on your game. Fantastic. Well, the good the good thing for you too is that you're obviously a student of your profession because uh, we can see it over your body of work for the years. And uh, the better news for you is that you can even make a better living as you get older. So a little tougher in tennis. So thank goodness I can commentate. So we need we all need to get back out of this out of this uh, quarantine at some point so we can get back to doing what what we love to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you know, and it's listen. We're you and I were. Oh, first of all, you got through it, and uh, you know I. I have the privilege of, you know, been in a situation where I'm have the space to to uh, to stay healthy, and and uh, I feel very lucky. But my heart goes out to the people that have been affected by this in such a tragic way, and uh, it's um, it's just a terrible situation. So feels awful complaining about how we want to get out and play, but I also realize that most of the public that's what they're going through mm-hmm. as well. Which is, yep. can we just get back out there? And, and be what kind of makes us human in so, in so many ways is bouncing off each other and connecting with people and uh, everybody's in the same boat. You know, they're just at this point where they're like, they just want to get out and connect. So, well, listen, I, I never, the other day I went over the court, you know, all the nets are down, but there's a wall. Mm-hmm. And then 
And then uh, I, I just, I'm like, I feel like I'm a 12 year old again. I'm just, you know, I'm looking for something to do. I'm like, oh, go hit against the wall. You know, it's fantastic. That best thing you can do. I mean, we've been doing that. I'm telling all our kids at our academy to do it. And <clears throat> excuse me, you learn so much. That's how I grew up playing against the wall for hours and hours at a time. So. It's, it's incredible. Uh, yeah. I feel like they got lost along the way, you know, in all these academies and stuff. But the yep. wall is like genius. Yeah. And, Who the, knew? and here's the great thing about the wall. It doesn't talk back. <laughs> it does not. No, it does not no. talk back. You be good, Timothy. Listen, uh, Timothy Oliphant has been amazing to uh, spend this time with me, and you're a good man. Keep up your great work. Look forward to seeing what you come up with next because it's always uh, something awesome, and I look forward to seeing you back on the court. And you say hello to that big brother of yours, too. Uh, I'll, do, I'll do that. Yeah, my best to your family. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. It's been a pleasure. You, you got take care it. Yourself. You got it, man. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Great Timothy Oliphant, everyone. Holding Court with Patrick McEnroe is powered by Mudhouse Media.